Hey everyone, welcome back to another Sess with Tommen episode. Um, episode number nine um, is all about Andrew Tate. But before we head into it, um, I just want to let you all know that we are on Instagram and Facebook at Sess with Tommen. Uh, you can find us on there. Um, also, Follow us on our podcast platforms, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Also, I will put all the links of the articles and relevant information down below. So, without further ado, let's get into it. So, I'm going to be... Touching on toxic masculinity is a rising issue. This is on a website called experience.com. And so, there's an issue that young males are facing in this day and age. And that is the idea of becoming an alpha male. It's an issue that has led to an increasing amount of toxic masculinity and young men who grew up to be misogynistic and sexist. Although steps have been taken to curve this growth, there is no stopping this movement, and it's terrifying to see it happening. To start from the beginning, the term alpha male refers to someone who tries to be a dominant force, a person that is seen as the leading man. It was often used to describe animals that were leaders of a pack, like a pack of wolves or the social structures of gorillas. There was no negative connotation tied to its meaning, and it was used exactly how it was defined. Until the early 1990s when the term was used to describe humans who were mostly successful men in business, The different interpretations of the term alpha male always have something in common, and that is a level of dominance exhibited by males. While some interpretations are harmless, the idea that a dominant man who takes the lead gets all the ladies is damaging to not only women but young men also. There are many teens and young men who look up to figures of masculinity. For guidance, and while it's not inherently a bad thing, there are most definitely men who should not be be locked up to. And one of those men is Andrew Tate. To make an example, you have definitely seen videos or at least heard of Andrew, a former kickboxer and self-proclaimed alpha male. His topic and the view on women is shocking to say the least. His disturbing statements proclaim that women are properties to their boyfriends, that it's okay for a man to cheat on a woman, but not vice versa, and that women should have some fault when it comes to rape. Yes, he did say that. Um, Even Tate's younger brother, Tristan Tate, has followed through with his brother's ideals on women. Recently, both Tate brothers, but Andrew mostly, has been banned off of all social media because of the statements that he sprung onto the public. 
even though this one has gone into effect, it's led, me, it's led to men who look up to Tate as a figure and take his statements to heart, continuing the cycle of toxic masculinity. It's not just ta- it's not just Tate either. You can often see this happening with members of the National Rifle Association, calling men who are against guns beta males. It was supposedly the derogatory term for men who are timid and more passive. You can see it in memes spread online, but more importantly, you can see it happening with Donald Trump and his followers. The idea that men have to prove their masculinity through their dominance is ridiculous. Yes, views of masculinity in the past were black and white. You can see it in our history with the narrative that women needed to stay at home and listen to the men who put the bread on the table. Times have changed though, and we live in a time where things aren't like that anymore. For what it's worth, trying to prove your masculinity through dominance and fear has just the opposite effect and makes more people avoid you. People don't just befriend you because you exert a certain aura. They befriend you based on your character. Someone who is more accepting of others is more likely to be surrounded by people than those who reject others that don't fit his standard. There's nothing wrong with masculinity, mind you, but trying to prove it to others shouldn't be the main focus. In fact, you shouldn't have to prove your manliness to others or even yourself for that matter. Once you start to let go of that belief, you'll find life a lot more enjoyable. Andrew Tate says women belong in the home, can't drive and are a man's property. He also thinks rape victims bear responsibility for their attacks and dates women aged 18 to 19 because he can make an imprint on them, according to videos posted online. In other clips, the British-American kickboxer, who poses with fast cars, guns, and portrays himself as a cigar-smoking playboy, talks about hitting and choking women, trashing their belongings, and stopping them from going out. It's bang out the machete, boom in her face, and grip her by the neck. Shut up, bitch, he said in one video, acting out how he'd attack a woman if she accused him of cheating. In another, he describes throwing a woman's things out of the window. In a third, he calls an ex-girlfriend who accused him of hitting her, an allegation he denies, a dumb hoe. Tate's views have been described as extreme misogyny by domestic abuse charities capable of radicalising men and boys to commit harm or flying. But the 35-year-old is not a fringe personality lurking in an obscure corner of the dark web. Instead, he is one of the most famous figures on TikTok, where videos of him have been watched 11.6 billion times. Styled as a self-help guru, offering his mostly male fans a recipe for making money, pulling girls and escaping the matrix, as he calls it, 
Tate has gone in a matter of months from near obscurity to one of the most talked about people in the world. In July, there were more Google searches for his name than for Donald Trump or Kim Kardashian. His rapid surge to fame was not by chance. Evidence obtained by the Observer shows that followers of Tate are being told to flood social media with videos of him, choosing the most controversial clips in order to achieve maximum views and engagement. The coordinated effort involving thousands of members of Tate's private online academy, Hostels University and a network of copycats accounts on TikTok has been described by experts as a blatant attempt to manipulate the algorithm and artificially boost his content. In less than three months, the strategy has earned him a huge following online and potentially made him millions of pounds. With 127,000 members now paying the £39 a month to join Hostler's university community, many of them men and boys from the UK and US. Yet, despite much of the content appearing to break TikTok rules, which explicitly ban misogyny and copycat accounts, the platform appears to have done little to limit Tate's spread or ban the accounts responsible. Instead, it has propelled him into the mainstream, allowing clips of him to proliferate and actively promoting them to young users. In 2016, his public-facing career appeared to be over when it had barely begun. When, after being cast in Big Brother, he was ejected from the house over a video of him hitting a woman with a belt. A second video emerged shortly afterwards in which he is shown telling a woman to count the bruises he apparently caused to her. Both Tate and women denied any abuse occurred and said the clip showed consensual sex. More controversy followed. Posts containing homophobic and racial slurs were found on his Twitter page. Then, in September 2017, he was criticised by mental health authorities for saying, depression isn't real. The next month, he raided in on Me Too, saying women should bear some responsibility for being raped. A view he has since repeated and which, among other incidents, led him to being barred from Twitter. The backlash wanted work and boosted his profile. He appeared on Infowars, the podcast of conspiracy theorist Alex Jones, was pictured with far-right YouTuber Paul Joseph Watson and met Donald Trump Jr. at Trump Tower, posting on Facebook afterwards, the Tate family support troop for the MAGA. So, yeah, he's surrounding himself with, you know, wonderful people. Not in the UK. Meanwhile, he mingled with art Brexiteer Nigel Farage. Facebook photos show and spoke of ties with anti-Islam activist Stephen Yaxley Lennon, known as Tommy Robinson. Tate describes Yaxley Lennon in a podcast as a solid guy with a good heart, whom he has hung out with untold times. 
In 2019, police were called after Tate showed up at the house of Mike Stuckberry, a journalist who had been critical about him online. Days after the accident, did the same thing. The incident caused Stuckberry's wife to suffer a panic attack and played a role in them leaving the UK to Germany. Long before his rise to TikTok fame, Tate's views on women were also becoming clear. On Facebook in 2018, he bemoaned the decline of Western civilization. After seeing a poster at Heathrow Airport encouraging girls to go on holiday as opposed to encouraging being a loving mother and loyal wife, he also openly discussed being accused of violence against several women. Although he is not understood to have ultimately been charged with any offences, apart from a driving offence in 2018, in one interview, the Tate describes an incident where a woman knocked a phone out of his hand in a club and a man punched him. So they started wrestling. In a tussle, he accidentally hit the woman and broke her jaw, he says. In another video, he says he has been investigated by police for allegedly abusing a woman, which he denied. In a case where he had his house raided, Devices confiscated and was held in a cell for two days. And I would, I'll go through the whole article, but I figure that you're getting the, getting the general vibe. Um, but I'm going to go to another article that is very recent within the last few days. Um, in 2022, Andrew Tate became one of the most controversial and divisive online influencers around. The 36-year-old American-British commentator was arrested in Romania on December 29th, along with his brother Tristan and two Romanian nationals, and charged with human trafficking. Excuse me, and we will get on to that in a minute. Um, the brothers are expected to remain in detention until February 27th. Both have denied the charges levelled against them. Of course they would. Following his arrest, there has been increased scrutiny into the online empire Tate built, his overall arcing ideology and messaging and his influence on followers, most notably young men. Marked by the Matrix as a criminal. Most recently, Tate has acknowledged his mass influence in the online space and has likened his arrest to that of civil rights leaders Martin Luther King Jr. and Nelson Mandela. In a message sent behind bars, Tate said, Scammers and demons walk amongst you. The Matrix is designed to promote an ideology that makes you weak, poor and alone. Negative influences are promoted and paraded to weaken you, while empowering influences get locked in a cell. Martin Luther King Jr. Nelson Mandela Once you reach a point of empowering influence, you're marked by the Matrix as a criminal. 
Experts have spoken to Newsweek and given their views on why Andrew Tate's philosophy is dangerous, highlighting his similarities with cult leaders. The appeal to young men. Daniel Lennick, a sociologist, writer and expert on cults, coercion, charismatic authority and power relations, told Newsweek that Tate, like many other influencers, speak in a particular manner that attracts followers. Speaking about the similarities between the traditional cult leaders and Tate, she said the way in which the internet is now used by toxic persons, whatever you want to call them, is similar to cult leaders, in that they present they present themselves as somebody very special. Someone who has a solution or answer, salvation or better whatever for you. There becomes a popular trend around that person, so people feel like they belong to some sort of community. This community of followers. It is similar to what I call the brick and mortar cult, as opposed to the internet ones. They use the same kind of influence techniques. They do what we call love bombing, and they make people very special. They make people feel like they are under something unique, that they are the only ones that have this. Lyric also touched on how greatly young males can be influenced by figures like Tate, who promotes an image of wealth, success and confidence. She said, I think because it is trendy, it is what the young people seem to be doing, spending an enormous amount of time on the internet. They are attached to their phones. And, you know, she goes on and on. Misogynistic and aggressive views. Daria Kurs, a professor of psychology at Nottingham Trent University in the UK, also spoke to Newsweek about Tate's online influence and his wider ideology. Kurs, who possesses a wealth, a wealth of knowledge in cyber psychology, the psychology of internet and technology, views and addictive behaviours, highlighted why mass followings for individuals like Andrew Tate could prove to be particularly harmful. Platforms like TikTok promote popular content like that of Tate to its users, exposing people to misogynistic and aggressive views and beliefs. Accordingly, there is an increase in, the, in inappropriate content proliferation and sharing as well as copycat accounts. Kuss also details how young men can be negatively impacted by following or defying online influencers like Tate. She said that this can increase archaic and outdated views of women and how they should be treated within society. She added this could reach much such significant levels that actions of domestic abuse become normalised. Tate has been perpetuating and normalising misogynistic views, including that women are a man's property and so stay at home. He is encouraging his followers to take him as an example to base their own views and behaviours. Pressures on the social media industry. Going forward, the entire social media industry needs to take greater social responsibility on the messaging that occurs on their platforms, according to Kuss. 
Cross, who is also a member of the UK Save Internet Centre, a group that aims to make the internet a great and safe place for everyone, said governments must act to put in place policies and regulations to ensure that industry leaders meet these requirements. Harmful content must be banned and perpetrators sanctioned accordingly. Cross said parents of young people can also take an active role in preventing the influence these online personalities have on their children. One of the key suggestions raised by Cross was to build a trusting relationship so that children feel comfortable discussing what they are watching online so that parents can provide them with better guidance. She said, with greater critical thinking from society as a whole, people would be better be able to spot dangerous philosophies and prevent other toxic influences from gaining traction. And, you know, that, all of that sounds great in theory, but obviously, you know, putting it into a place where, you know, there's a, a direct action in place where, you know, things like people like Andrew Tate can be removed is going to take some time. Um, now, I want to just, like, touch, touch base on the timeline of events. So, in April 2022, Romanian authorities launched an investigation into Tate and his brother and reportedly raided Tate's Romanian home, where he was allegedly holding two women captive after being tipped off by the US Embassy that an American citizen was being held against their will. August 25th, 2022, Tate denied he held women captive or committed any wrongdoing in an interview with Tucker Carlson, claiming the raid was an act of swatting a false report of a crime to authorities. November 18th, 2022, Tate returned to Twitter, ending a five-year ban after Elon Musk loosened the platform's rings on hate speech, a move that also reinstated the accounts of Donald Trump, Kathy Griffin and Jordan Peterson. December 27th, 2022, Tate provoked a Twitter feud with climate activist Greta Thunberg, taunting her with the enormous emissions of his 33 cars and requesting an email addressed to which he will send a list of his car collection. In December 28th, the following day, in a viral retort, Thunberg responded, inviting him to enlighten her a fake email address. And later that day, Tate posted a response video showing him smoking a cigar, sitting next to two pizza boxes, which he vowed to not vowed not to cycle, attacking her climate activism. The next day, Tate, his brother and two other individuals were detained by Romanian authorities for a twenty four hour period on human trafficking, charges with six victims identified. One suspect was also charged with rape, though local laws prevented authorities from naming the suspect. The following day, 
rural a Romanian judge approved prosecutors request to extend the detention to 30 days. Tate and the other suspects are appealing the ruling. January 4th of this year, Romanian authorities seized 11 cars belonging to Tate and his brother, equaling a third of the collection. Tate bragged to Thornburg about having on Twitter, including a Rolls Royce, Wraith and an Aston Martin, Vancouver's S Ultimate, and are investigating whether they were purchased with money made from human trafficking. And the the final finalist, Tate, his brother, and the two remaining women again appealed the 30 day detention, arguing the extended detention is not necessary, but the court rejected the appeal once again. And, you know, I likened um, Andrew Tate to Charles Manson, who, you know, like, to me, Andrew Tate is a cult. Either. But um, there's something interesting that um, if I go to you know, Wikipedia, um, there's something very interesting that he said. Um, in 2017, Tate moved from the UK to Romania. He said that he moved because he liked living in countries where corruption is accessible for everybody and believed that it would be less likely to face rape charges in Romania, stating that Romanian police would ask women reporting rapes for evidence or CCTV proof, whereas in the Western world, amid the Me Too movement, Tate said that any woman at any point in the future can destroy your life. Now, I find that very, very interesting. Like, why would you say that? So, that led me to go on to the Bergen, BergenProject.org. Um, the 2020 Trafficking in Persons Report. So, according to the US Department of State's 2020 Trafficking in Persons Report, the Romanian government does not fully meet the minimum standards for the elimination of trafficking and is on the Tier 2 watch list for the second consecutive year, along with Ireland, for example, in comparison to the previous report, Romania did not increase its efforts to reduce human trafficking. Moreover, authorities investigated, prosecuted and convicted fewer traffickers and complicity in trafficking persisted without punishment, especially in the case of officials who exploited minors in government-run facilities. As a response to the report, Adrian Zuckerman, the US ambassador to Romania, stated that the report is correct. Gangs trafficked people knowing that they will probably get away with it. Zuckerman urged the parliament to start working with the government to create the necessary legislation to end human trafficking in Romania. Following negative reports from both the US and the Romanian Parliament, published a decision on November 24, 2020, which includes the following recommendations to the government. 
raising minimum sentence for traffickers, mitigating trial period, accelerating the process of criminal investigations, making a sexual act with a minor age 15 or under a felony, including child disappearances and human trafficking in the country's national strategy, modifying the legislation to properly fund non-profit organisations working to reduce human trafficking in Romania. Modern-day slavery in Romania The Global Slavery Index shows that Romania, with 86,000 trafficking victims, has one of the highest rates of modern-day slavery in Eastern Europe. Almost, and most victims, sorry, experience sexual exploitation. However, modern-day slavery is common in the following sectors, including agriculture, construction, car washing, and housekeeping. Human trafficking in Romania strongly intertwines with migration and encompasses the following activities, including prostitution, begging, theft, horse labour and organ cropping. It is especially worrisome that about 50% of the trafficked persons are minors who undergo sexual exploitation and up in forced labour or have their organs harvested. Victims of human trafficking in Romania fall into it through numerous means. Sometimes traffickers will kidnap them or their parents will sell them. At other times, traffickers will recruit them through the lover, through the loverboy method or a sham marriage. Altogether, it is a highly vicious circle because there is rarely a way out, and it can sometimes involve multiple generations from mother to daughter. Additionally, gangs may approach low-income families or the victim and charge extremely high interest rates on the loan provided for transportation costs and housing after luring their victims. Trafficking to the UK Trafficking victims from, from Romania frequently undergo exploitation in the United Kingdom. In fact, around three quarters of women trafficked to the UK come from Romania and the majority end up on the sex trade. Begging is also a highly profitable business, as some children can earn £300 a day. According to police reports, gangs value one child at 100000 a year. Gangs sell the best performing children to the gangs, and virtually all the money makes its way back to Romania, in the case that the traffickers decide to move back to the country. According to the BBC documentary Inside Out, Romania is posing one of the biggest trafficking threats to the UK. However, it also determined that the British authorities are doing less than their Romanian counterparts in the fight against human trafficking. Reaching out Romania and other NGOs The main non-profit organisation fighting human trafficking in Romania are Reaching Out Romania, Liberare and Anti-Traffic. Iana Matei is the founder of the shelter Reaching Out Romania, which has assisted around 470 victims, mostly Romanians, since 1998. About 54.5% of rescued victims enrolled in further education. 
nine cases went to court for persons gave no statement to the police, two returned to prostitution and eight people are still in the programme. Elibraire is an organisation that has fought human trafficking quite successfully since 2013. It has accomplished this through awareness campaigns, prevention training, restoration assistance and lobbying events. Meanwhile, anti-traffic works to eliminate human trafficking in Romania and received co-funding from the European Commission. In order to end human trafficking in Romania, it is critical that governments and anti-trafficking actors work holistically and across borders. Given that human trafficking is a transnational crime and integrated and super, super, supranational structure could be the best way to reduce it. And so they and so there you have it. Um obviously with you know um everyone else you know that's have there's spoken about Andrew Tate. Um you know, and you know, a lot of people don't wanna talk about it or mention his name. But I felt that it, it's important to talk about it. You know, at the end of the day, right, at the end of the day, yes, Andrew Tate is at the head of this cult, but there's a deep, but there's a deeper issue here with toxic, toxic masculinity, which I feel is very important to say. And so this is one. So this is why I decided to cover him. But that would be it. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, again, do that again. Uh, you know, if you have any, I will obviously put all the links to the relevant information down below. Um, and yeah, I hope you have a great day. And, uh, and yeah, just have fun, stay safe, wherever you are, and yeah, I will see you in the next one.